It's quarter number two on the Keystone Kickoff Show. Brought to you by the Keystone Sports Network. Get the best Penn State sports news and analysis at KeystoneSportsNetwork.com or download the Keystone Sports app from your smartphone. And welcome back to the Keystone Kickoff Show. It is quarter number two. I'm Jim Galante along with T. Frank Carr. T. Frank, in segment number one, we talked about the offensive line, the commits from the class of 23, and you formed your hypothetical offensive line, starting with the four guys who are already committed. Let's now shift positions. This one might be even a little more interesting if we talk about linebackers, because currently... The number of commits in the 23 class at linebacker sits at what? Zero. Zero. None. So that's it for our segment. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going we're gonna to dig a little deeper, though. We're going to look at some prospects that Penn State is pursuing. And T. Frank identified three of them, and he put them in positions so let's go from there, T. Frank. Why don't we start right in the middle? Who do you have playing middle linebacker, the Mike position, for this class of 23 linebacker group? So I can't say Alex Birchmeyer here. I, you, you want me to make a linebacker core no. out of the offensive lineman? So, okay. Well, uh, it, that, by the way, that <laughs> would make for an interesting linebacker core. And as athletic as these guys are on the offensive line, that would be very fascinating. But no, we're going to leave them on the offense. Okay. Let, let's get, let's find three other guys to play linebacker starting, start at the middle linebacker position. Yeah. So this one I think is the most up in the air as far as Penn state and the, the, uh, the, the recruiting fit as far as, um, you know, who, the possibility of ending up at Penn State. So Phil Pichotti out of Penn Ridge is, is a target for Penn State in the class of 23, uh, and he is an old-school Mike linebacker. Again, in an option, a wing option, old-school offense with you know the triple option at Penn Ridge, uh, he's the fullback on a regular basis, like a, a true fullback running over fools in the hole, uh, and that is really impressive to watch. And then as a linebacker, he's got the same mentality. Uh, But it's not just his ability to come downhill and hit people. What I really like is his vision and patience. So when when the when the ball is snapped, there's called what's what's called a read step, where you just kind of pat your feet and you read so that you don't pull yourself out of position because you got to know what's coming. On the high school level, 95% of the time it's a run. So most linebackers either don't move and then run, or they don't take you know they their read step is coming downhill. Uh, there's a little of that with Pichotti, but I see him looking. You know, I can see him seeing the play, reading the guard, reading the line, watching the ball, you know, reading his keys, essentially. And I think he does that better than a lot of linebackers I've seen at that position. He's not winning with just his six foot three, 225 pound frame. He is uh, the vision and the, 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 the intelligence to read the play are all there. Um, the question then is in coverage. You know, he's he's an old school linebacker, so there's a bit of how is he in coverage? He's good. I, and again, I haven't done a ton of work uh, 
super in-depth because he hasn't committed yet to Penn State or he hasn't committed anywhere, but I'm in the process of getting into some of the more nuanced stuff. But the thing that jumps out right away is he's got the Mike linebacker traits that Penn State likes, which is get to the football, make good decisions, set up the line, get everyone in position. You don't have to be the best athlete on the field, but you can't be a problem. And I think he fits into that strike zone pretty well. Well, and it does sound like he's the old school. If you're telling me he plays a true fullback position, that's the guy who's geared to be a middle linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> it it just is. And of the, who was Penn State uh, competing with for his services? Uh, they At one point, it was Notre Dame. I don't believe that is the case anymore. Uh, there's a couple other places. Uh, Michigan is another place that's interested, and Northwestern. I'm just looking over here at his profile at on three. Yeah. Oklahoma. It, it's Penn State's um, race to lose, it feels like, at this point. Although, with Brent Prime, Manny Diaz, that changeover, that's what I'm saying of, like, I don't know. I haven't heard specifically their relationship uh, or, or how that's gone since the change of defense coordinator and linebacker coach. So, I would say Penn State is in a good position here. I would imagine that's still an open issue for any defense commitment, and especially at linebacker where the coordinator was also the position coach. Yeah. Let's switch over um, real fast just so our audience understands the Sam and the Will positions. Yeah. Traditionally, it was always strong side, weak side. It meant one thing. It's kind of developed a little bit. What does that mean for Penn State, the Sam and the Will, real quick? Yeah, so the, it, it's still strong side, weak side, but it's it's based on uh, the side of the football field. So the the Sam is on the 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 field side, the long side of the field, and traditionally the long side of the field would be where you would run. So that would be where the tight end is. That's the strong side of the formation where the Sam linebacker would line up and bang heads with people on the offensive line. Now that that guy has turned that tight end has moved out to the slot and is a big receiver, the 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 position has changed more towards speed and space. The will linebackers on the short side of the field uh, is more of a box linebacker, used to be more of a safety, but now that you need more size in the box, Penn State typically goes with big, physical, talented guys. These are your freak athletes at the will position. Gotcha. All right, you have listed as your potential Sam linebacker, Tony Rojas. Yeah. He's a four-star out of Virginia. Tell us about him. So he fits into the category of uh, another one of Penn State's defensive end hybrid con converts. And I should I should clarify, um, the Penn State doesn't really recruit Sam linebackers all that much. They recruit Sam linebackers that can eventually develop into wills. So they can have they can have a pipeline of guys that are mature and physical and develop into that big sort of, uh, playmaker role. We've seen that pretty consistently over the last couple of years. Um, now, there's some exceptions. It's not a one-to-one -one thing. They have had seniors and veteran players that have played the Sam position, but for the most part over the last couple of years with the, with the talent they've accumulated and the situations they've been in, James Franklin even said, I think we've got a great system of having these Sams that then develop and move over to the will. So that is Tony Rojas's long-term projection. He's 6'2", and a half, 200 pounds, plays defensive end, and I think runs a legitimate 4-5. He is a bouncy, explosive athlete that can play. Clearly, he can play in space. As a running back, he is electric. His change of direction is great. Um, and then he's the most, I'd say he's the biggest proj projection as far as skills to position. As his, his athleticism is there, 
But he plays defensive end. He's not in space a whole lot. I don't know how he turns and runs. That would be my question to start with. Um, but his ability to hit and tackle and, and make big plays and get from one side of the field to the other is undeniable. Those skills are important for both positions. But of the three, I think he fits at the Sam as a little smaller than the other guy we'll get to here in just a little bit. So that would be a great position for him to start as he develops into a will eventually. And, you know, you question maybe his ability to go back in coverage, but that's not so much of something you saw on the film as something you haven't seen because he's been playing defensive end. It's simply a case of he hasn't had that responsibility, correct? Yeah, I would say the same thing with Keon Wiley, who is in the class of 2022, is he played defensive end. I know from what I've seen of him playing linebacker in the box, he sheds blocks really well because he's a defensive end. So Rojas is going to bring similar skills there, although he's so fast, he's hardly ever actually blocked. That's the thing. Like, he is so fast off the line. I can't even express to you how explosive this kid is, where he's either not touched or the the offensive lineman like gets two hands on him like it's tag and then he gets around and either like the, the the ball just goes to the opposite side of the field or he makes some sort of play to force the the ball wide or somewhere else. So he is very athletically talented. Um and then it's just going to be about teaching him to do that in multiple directions. I love that. We really don't know how well he fights off a block because Typically, the blocker can't touch him. He's too quick. So, all right, let's go to the other side, which is the um, Will linebacker position, and you have a name ready for us there, too. Yeah, Brashears Tamir Robinson. Um, He is listed by a lot of recruiting services as an edge. Uh, so, so, you know, we're in the right spot again, where you have a defensive end body type that Penn State's going to play at linebacker. Uh, and, and hear me out on this. He's not, he's not a defensive end. He's not an edge linebacker. If you're in high school and you need to affect the play, you can do that more often, especially in coverage as a pass rusher. And Tammy Robinson is 6'3", 210 pounds and has the long, like just super long arms. So they just send him off the edge a bunch. They just, they, they, Brashear sent him after the quarterback. And I think that kind of skewed what people thought of his, his skill set and his development path. But he also started some games or played some snaps at safety. So he's playing safety to defensive end. That's the level of skill this guy has. He moves like a safety, but he's 6'3. He's going to be 235, 240 pounds of, of, you know, rock solid athlete when he's fully developed. Sure, I could see him being 250 and and being a hybrid edge player, but really, his skill set, his violence, his movement skills, his downhill attacking mentality, this is the guy that has the superstar vibe about him of the three, where he's going to make a ton of plays. And if he has that coverage skill, if that still translates to the next level, then he's going to be one of the more complete athletes at linebacker, one of the more complete players we've seen at that will position. He tore his ACL last season, so that's a huge bummer. Uh, So he's going to come back from that. But, you know, I I don't think that's a death sentence by any means. It's just going to be, is he fully healthy next year? And that's going to inform my evaluation of him because I'm not going to take anything away from him if he's not performing at the same level, knowing he's coming back from that injury. So we might, there might be a little bit of a delay in that, but I have no concerns whatsoever watching him run around the football field that he's going to be a crazy athlete and he's going to be, uh, there's probably some discipline issues. I think he overruns plays sometimes, 
but that's a correctable thing. Aggressiveness is more important, and the and the the the, the contact, relishing contact, and and enjoying playing with physicality. He's got all of those things. Plus, he moves like a safety. So, I mean, he it is a a talented player. You know, it's interesting. You said he played defensive end and he played safety. So if you average the two, you come up with a linebacker. Exactly. And the the other fascinating part to this, and, you know, I don't want to uh, compare talent level to it, but everything you said are the things that we talked about with Micah Parsons a couple years ago. Playing yes. defensive end in high school, there were things that when he was at camps, he'd play a defensive back position and cover people yeah. as well or better than any of the defensive backs. So, again, I'm not calling him Micah Parsons, but he seems to fit that kind of description. I, I think that's a fair, that's something I was thinking about watching him play. Where, uh, you know, maybe physically he looks a little more like Brandon Smith because one of the things about Micah Parsons is he was he was unnaturally strong at every level of football. He was stronger than he should have been based on his size at every level of football. And I don't know that I see that out of uh, Tamir Robinson, but I see a guy who has similar skills in, you know, a, a more balanced set of skills than Brandon Smith, who was much more of a coverage player that was learning to play box linebacker this past season. I think Tamir is, is ahead of that particular development curve. Very good. It sounds like a great set of linebackers. Now all we got to do is get commitments from them, T. Frank. That is it for quarter number two. Stick around quarter number three. We've got your questions for Ask T. Frank. This is Jim from Keystone Sports. You know, a lot has changed about State College, but one thing that hasn't is W.C. Clark's Coffee Roasters on Calder Way. 30 different varieties of specialty coffee beans sourced from over 25 countries and roasted with love each morning in Happy Valley for over 45 years. We'll ship our fresh roasted coffee from our doorstep to yours. That's right. You can now order online at statecollegecoffee.com. So go to statecollegecoffee.com and use discount code KSN at checkout. 